Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome in to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for finding us on your favorite podcast app, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify. We're on all of them. We're also on Dash Radio every single weeknight at 7 p.m. on their Nothing But Net channel. You can also find us on Five Reasons YouTube channel. That's where you can find Post Up 5R after every game, but also some of our new shows, Feel the Heat, as well as Full Court Press and all the Dolphin stuff and the Marlin stuff that we do. Also check out FiveReasonsSports.com, Brady Hawk, with many, many articles. That's what he does. So make sure you check those out, his breakdown articles, also his takeaways. We do not get you behind a paywall. The great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network, including the sponsor of this episode, actually just came from there. That's why I'm a little bit winded. F45 in Cooper City. This is a 45-minute, if you can get through it. I almost made it today. 45-minute, fun and innovative, high-intensity interval training program. This is personal training in a group environment. We're recommending you go to F45 Cooper City. We know they're popping up all over the place. We know the management there. Great, great people. They will figure out a way to get you in. And here's the best part. Month to month, no contract memberships available for as low as eight bucks per session. The workouts will help you burn up to 500 calories per session and help you drop the quarantine 15. They got discounts for nurses, teachers, military, and first responders. You can try them out free for seven days. Just reach out to them, 954-745-4517, Also follow Five Reasons Sports on Twitter because I'll be putting the link there to the website. And now, tonight's episode. One, two, three, four, five on the floor. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alex Toledo and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on five on the floor. Here's tonight's floor plan. I got Greg Sylvander with me. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander on Twitter. We're going to break down BAM. You know, I was at the game last night against, uh, I can't even remember now at this point. Um, Fill me in, fill me in, fill me in, fill me in. It didn't go very well. Dallas. Dallas. (laughs) uh, Lost by 14, 127 to 113. Um, I went just to sit in the crowd. Uh, Alex and Alejandro were there more of a work capacity. It gives you a little bit of a different view when you're not working. And look, just... From the eye test, Bam was just not active enough. Like, I'm not following the stats while I'm there at the game sitting in a regular seat. So I didn't really know what he had in terms of his other numbers. But it just didn't seem to me like he was doing enough. Then I saw his numbers, and his numbers weren't bad. I mean, for anybody else, you would take those numbers or just about anybody else in the league. But we've been through this before, this idea that he has to do more because he's a max player, which, by the way, he's not yet. He will be next season. He's signed the contract to be one. He's going to be one, but he's not right now, whether you think that matters or it doesn't. But we've had this discussion before, and then we thought he had the breakthrough without Jimmy when he made the buzzer beater. But then we're right back in the same conversation. And I feel like right now, Greg, there's really no nuance to this. Like it's either 
Bam is a max player because he does absolutely everything and he's 23 years old. And he's only going to get better and he's got no ceiling. And then there's those who are like, yeah, I don't see it. He's not an alpha. He needs to do a whole lot more. There doesn't seem to be any middle ground. So what we're going to do today, you exported a spreadsheet of basically max players, of players that are max players now, players that are going to be max players in the future. And we're going to look at some of these other guys and see how Bam compares. So I'll just start here for you. Is it possible to have a nuanced conversation about Bam Adebayo's worth? I mean, that that's a, a new a nuanced conversation amongst us or amongst uh, amongst friends. Yes, I think so. But amongst he Twitter specifically, I, I think it's just gotten difficult. There's just these two uh, ends of the spectrum. And you know what? Like we shouldn't be surprised because there's polarizing aspects of all these players. I think maybe the only universally acknowledged dude is Jimmy. Everybody else has got an opinion about one thing or another, but like um, as we kind of, you know, as you scan the landscape for this season in particular, Mm -hmm. like just don't forget everybody that Bam Adebayo is let's see here. Where is he? He's the 200th highest paid player in the league mm-hmm. right next to Donovan mm-hmm. Mitchell. And, uh, and so it's just like a situation where I, I, to your point, the way you started this episode, I think that people are confusing what that entire contract means and the life of that contract and the evolution of BAM and expecting that all to happen immediately. And, mm-hmm. um, and that that's the part of this that gets, you know, expectations are always the enemy here, but uh, you know, like that, that's the thing where he's not meant to be his final form this season. Let's go through the top paid players this year, just so everybody kind of gets an idea of, of who these guys are. Okay. And you mentioned he's 200th. He's not going to be 200th next season. Number one this year is Steph Curry at a little over 43 million. There are four other players making at least 40 Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul, John wall, and James Harden. Um, at least if you look at this, John Wall paid on past performance prior to the injuries. Um, Westbrook and Chris Paul, two guys whose contracts were widely, widely panned for a variety of reasons. And both of those guys, and whatever you think of Westbrook, the reality is they're winning games with him getting triple doubles now. He's going to average a triple double again. And Chris Paul is arguably the most important guard in the league this year. I'm not going to call him the MVP because I think it's Jokic, uh, but Chris Paul has been tremendous. Steph Curry at the top of the list uh, also has been tremendous, has validated everything this year because Golden State might be the worst team in league history without him. Okay, so those five. And then LeBron, Durant, Paul George, Clay Thompson, uh, unfair to judge it, of course, because of all of the injuries, although Clay is due 35, 38, 41, and 43 the next three years. So he better wow. turn it on. All through Steph's window. All through Steph's window, right. And then Mike Conley at 34, contract widely panned, but he's played well this year. And then Jimmy is 11th, okay? And I'm not going to go through all of the names here, but some of the names right under him, Kemba Walker, Kawhi Leonard, Tobias Harris. He's had a bounce back year. Kyrie Irving. Chris Middleton, Anthony Davis, Blake Griffin, clearly not worth the money, but of course we know that he's not making that from the Nets. Damian Lillard and then Kevin Love, another one whose contract is a burden to his team. So those are the top 20. There are a lot of those players that Bam Adebayo is producing more than right now, okay, Um, before he gets the max contract. I mean, you wouldn't argue with Curry. You wouldn't argue with Chris Paul. You wouldn't argue with Harden when he's healthy or LeBron when he's healthy or Durant when he's healthy or Paul George. Um, but you certainly could argue that Bam Adebayo 
is more valuable than Mike Conley. You certainly could argue that Bam Adebayo is more valuable than Kemba Walker, than Tobias Harris, um, than Blake Griffin, than Kevin Love. I mean, that's just some names off the top, okay? And then there are others that obviously are injured and haven't been able to produce consistently, and Bam is a player who has been durable. So even right now, you can make a case that what Bam provides for you, and again, I'm not excusing the lack of aggression at times where he needs to be aggressive, but you can certainly make the case that what Bam is providing right now, right now, is top 20 max quality production, correct? Absolutely. And that's like what is important about this and where the nuance comes in is that like even some of those contracts you just mentioned up, up there at the top, like, so let's take the whole like, okay, well, all those guys were in this super max era and teams are now like afraid to give out those contracts. So let's look at some of like the, um, you know, more recent signings, even like Nikola Jokic is only making 28 million this year. He's 34th on the list and he's the MVP favorite, I guess, you know, that's kind of becoming consensus, which is hard for me to say out loud. So like, but even at that point, when you look at what Bam Adebayo is, is providing, uh, making $5 million this year, I think that um, that's where like, the, the the point of this conversation and we're going to delve into kind of what this looks like for for the for the full you know length of his deal and what it means but like he's way outperforming his contract so i think that that just needs to be acknowledged over and over again yeah okay and and, and the part of this that gets me because i decided to scan while you were talking and you know to, to look at some of the twitter mentions is the anger about this that that's what i don't really understand like i i don't I get it being frustrated that you didn't win a game against Dallas that you, you should have won even without Jimmy. Okay. And, and that game was winnable. They got off to the fast start. Of course, Ariza played great at the beginning. There were a lot of reasons it fell apart. One of them was that Bam was not aggressive enough. Again, I'm not going to excuse that, but it's the anger about it. Like, I, I feel like, I feel like part of this, Greg, is that Heat fans to a certain degree, I'm not going to say they don't like being lied to because Bam's not lying to them but they don't like being told that a player is going to do something and then the player doesn't do it. So I, I think what w- part of this is Bam's had these press conferences after games, these zoom calls where he has literally said probably six times this season, I need to be more aggressive. Right. And so I think what happened here is that fans expected him to take that to heart and not just do it for the next game, but to do it in every game. And so I think at this point, fans are not entitling him to one off night, right? <laughs> like he's, he's not it, right. He's, he's not allowed to have an off night. Now, Jimmy has had, and you mentioned that Jimmy is sort of universally beloved. And I think deservedly so for a lot of reasons. Okay. The way he's embraced uh, the quote unquote culture, the way he's embraced the city, uh, they promote Jimmy more than they promote Bam. I, I, I think that is a little bit of an issue. I've never felt Bam was promoted enough. It, it took them until literally like two weeks ago to start promoting him for defensive player of the year. And again, that raises questions because he has a contract clause for that. I don't think that's the reason they held off on it, but it does make some fans skeptical. Okay. So I, I think for a certain point, like Jimmy has been sold in such a way. I mean, last year they were, they were selling Tyler a little bit louder well, more than, than they were Bam. Bam. Right. Right. Okay. So Jimmy's one that everybody understands, but Tyler is a little harder for some to understand. And I, I get that. Okay. But with Jimmy, it does feel like he's co- sort of universally beloved. And I think Bam as a personality, as a human being is, is, is universally beloved. Nobody says a bad thing about Bam, but I, I think what's happened here is that Bam, Jimmy is allowed to have an off night 
and nobody really gets on him at this stage. And he's had some, I mean, the first game against Dallas was a disaster for him. Okay. But with Bam, he's not allowed to have one, right? And the reality yeah. is Jimmy, Jimmy's making, I mean, more than Bam. Like, I mean, and Jimmy's going to go for an extension this offseason, which is going to pay him even more deep into his 30s. But Jimmy's making 34.4, 36, and 37.7. And you can't argue that, like, Jimmy plays harder than Bam does. They both play extremely hard. Yeah. Jimmy, at times, we've talked about it, is passive, because he's trying to set other guys up and feel his way into the game instead of just going. And yet it does feel like it's always just on bam. Why? I think, well, one part of it is uh, what Jimmy did in the finals left an imprint on the league as it relates to the Jimmy Butler brand itself. That is um, that that's going to help him for the rest of his career. And rightfully so. I mean, that dude showed up and showed out on the biggest stage against the best player on planet earth. And that just, that is going to resonate, but it's unfortunate that what Bam did in the conference finals doesn't get the same level of recognition in terms of that. You've seen a guy do it at that high level. So if he has a bad night, um, let's not just go doom and gloom and say he doesn't have it or he's not an alpha and things like that. Um, I think very much what he does throughout the course of a game is similar to what Jimmy does. They're very similar like this. Like they read the game and they're, they're looking to get other guys involved. They're very unselfish. So um, Bam is kind of at the beginning of his trajectory and he's learning how to balance that stuff. Whereas Jimmy is like a seasoned vet at doing this and knowing when to turn it on. And I just think that because th this is another factor of this, and I don't want to go too far down this path, but I think it, it, it plays a factor. The, the Heat fan kind of thought that another bigger fish than either Jimmy or Bam was going mm -hmm. to come. Mm -hmm. And now that that doesn't look like the reality, I think that everybody is now saying, well, we know Jimmy's good enough, but now Bam really has to be good enough because it doesn't look like Giannis or someone of that caliber is walking through that door. Yeah, no doubt. And, and I think also that there are some Heat fans, and I still see this out there, and this is the one that drives me nuts, who are like, well, we should have included Bam for one of those players, right? If 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 Houston wanted Bam, excuse me, Bam for Harden, we should have included him, okay? And all the rest of this, which is just lunacy. And and I just, I think it's it's a total lack of understanding, in my view, kind of of the game and of Bam's importance to everything that they do. Uh, and his reliability as well. And, you know, this also comes from this idea that you could have had Harden uh, if you had just done this or done this or done this. And we've tried to explain it was not about one thing or one player. Of course, Bam probably would have gotten a deal done better than Hero and Robinson would have. But at the same time, what Brooklyn, excuse me, what Houston wanted were picks and pick swaps that the Heat did not have at their disposal. Let, let's go to next year, uh, 2020, 2021, 22. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, go, go Bam, ahead. Go ahead. Oh, Bam is, yeah, I'm looking at the spreadsheet that you sent me. Okay. So Bam is, is going to be paid basically tied for 40th or 39th, call it 38th in the league. He, he's tied. He signed the same extension. So it same with, with Jason Tatum, De'Aaron Fox and Donovan Mitchell. And Brandon okay. Ingram, actually, it looks Brandon like, right? Ingram is well, he's, I guess he's oh, slightly little, better. Yeah, you're slightly right. Slightly better. Okay. So they all signed extensions. Okay. But basically they're all in that same category between 37th and 41st. Okay. Is it possible to make an argument that Bam does not belong in the company of these guys who are in his draft class, Tatum, Fox, Mitchell, and Ingram? Can you, can you, can you, anyone make that case? Not anybody who watches the games. 
Right. <laughs> I, I mean, I, mean, and, I can't put it any at, more bluntly. Like, well, um, well, well, let's look at the skill sets of all of them and why some may say that. Okay. And I'm, I'm not saying that uh, this is a, a yeah, slight no, straw man. I, I, I know where you're heading. Let's do it. Okay. Um, Donovan Mitchell is a scorer, right? He, he doesn't, he's not really a plus defender. He's okay. Um, he's, he's an elite or borderline elite scorer who did it in the bubble, who has done it on good teams. Okay. So, so it's not, it's not to say that he, he's not a looter and a riot type. Okay. He, he's done it on good teams. Uh, Utah has been top two in the conference pretty much the entire season. He's a very good player, but he's a scorer. De'Aaron Fox plays in, in purgatory, but he's, he's a flashy, uh, you know, one of the two or three fastest guys in the league can be a big time scorer at times does set up other guys, flashy guard play. Jason Tatum is a scorer. He's a pure scorer. I mean, he scored 60 in a recent game. Brandon Ingram is a scorer, right? Is that the issue? This show is sponsored by better help. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day, go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami heat game. I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. You here? I mean, Bam Bam scores. He's not he's not giving you 12 every night, okay? No, you're right. He's not Draymond, okay? He scores, but he's not a scorer. Is, is that the reason for the perception? I think so. I think ultimately, um, especially when hope traffickers out there, those darn hope traffickers start to say things like no ceiling. And then all of a sudden the organization is screaming, no ceiling. What comes with that kind of no ceiling reference is all right. Well, if Tatum can get 60 and bam, doesn't have a ceiling, what does that mean for him? Mm -hmm. And I think that just, unfortunately, if you really looked at all of the ways he impacts the game, probably on a nightly basis, he's doing more than most of these guys are doing, you know, quite frankly, like, because a lot of the stuff is not going to show up in any box score uh, with Bam particularly. And like, just to, to, to slightly veer um, if, if Pat Riley and Andy Ellisberg were to put Bam out of bio on the trading block today, right. I, I, right. I think, I, I think chef Trilly may have tweeted this yeah. shout out to him. Like, do you, can you imagine what teams would be doing to get three him, especially good teams, three, like three. really reputable GMs that want to win, that are like smart and do, 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 I mean, I don't think people understand his value and it go, it transcends scoring. And that that's what gets lost is that they want to see him take over games, but they may not be, they're just missing where he's taking over other places. That's not to excuse his shooting, but that's going to come. It's just not there yet. 
Three first round picks. I think the conversation would start there. And, and honestly, I don't even think the Heat would look at that because I know nope. he's untouchable they don't really, to them. Yeah, they don't really care about the picks. The, the only the only way they would ever trade Bam, and I don't think it would happen, uh, is if it was for a player who was higher on the star list than him. It would not be. Right. It, it would not be for picks or assets or anything else along those lines. It, it would be for that. Um, all right. When we come back, we're going to take a look at the top of that list and, and, and go through it and, and try to make a case. Let's, let's see if, if we can make a case that Bam doesn't belong in the company of those higher. I think that the guys who got extensions from his class were the right guys. Okay. And he was one of them. And the production, uh, the production speaks to that before we do though, I want to tell you about one of the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network. And that's our friends over at manscape.com. You got to check out the perfect package 3.0. Also the new cologne, make sure you're using the code. 5RSN. Why? It's the number 5. 5RSN because you get 20% off and free shipping. They got the same signature scent in the cologne that's in all the Manscaped formulas. Cologne, a perfect complement to the collection. So make sure that you check it out. Again, a lot of people have bought Manscaped products through us. I get the DMs all the time. What's the code? It is 5RSN. 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. I always love the tagline. Your balls and your body. Well, thank you. All right, let's look at the rest of the list. Let's look up top. Um, this is next season. And again, remember, there's guys that aren't signed yet for next season. So there may be some players who project up into this area. Correct. But again, Curry, Wall, Westbrook, Paul, Harden, Lillard, LeBron, Durant, Paul George, Giannis, Clay, Jimmy Butler, Kemba Walker, Kawhi, Tobias, Chris Middleton, Anthony Davis, Rudy Gobert, making $7 million more than Bam, Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal, Porzingis, making $4 million more than Bam, 31 and a half, uh, Devin Booker, Cat, Ben Simmons, Jamal Murray, and that's, that's through 25 now, Embiid, Wiggins, mm, Siakam, Bam's mm. better, Kevin Love, CJ McCollum, Jokic, maybe the MVP is going to be paid 31st next year. Again, other players may be added to the top of this list, although not a lot because there aren't a lot of premium players that are free agents. Here's where Drew it Holiday, gets fun, though. Which one? Here's where it gets fun. The names you're about to rattle off in comparison to Bam. Okay, Drew Holiday, D'Angelo Russell, player who doesn't seem – he's an old former All-Star, but doesn't seem to really find a home. Gordon Hayward, who cannot stay on the court, Okay. Blake Griffin, we know his story. All right, so that that's just that grouping there. Just top of my head, okay? And some of this is circumstantial, contracts that were signed before injuries, et cetera. I'm just going to go through the guys I would take Bam above, okay? John Wall, Russ, yes, I said it, okay? Until Chris Paul falls off, I'm leaving him up there. <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not putting him above Harden, okay? Not when healthy. I know that surprises people. Dame, no. LeBron, no. Durant, no. Paul George, no, but I'll think about it. Giannis, no. Clay, yes, obviously injury-related in part. Jimmy, it's a tough conversation, but I'm going to say no while Jimmy's still at this level. Kemba, yes. Kawhi, no. Tobias, yes. Chris Middleton? I mean, I would rather have Bam out of bio. He's more unique. He's more of unique. Course. You you can find I, I look, I like Chris Middleton. I'm not quite the Chris Middleton stand that Nikias is. He's an extremely efficient player. He defends. He's a very good compliment to Giannis. 
He also really didn't come up big in the playoffs last year, other than one game. He really struggled. I think Nikias would agree with us even. I, I think so. I think so. Anthony Davis, no, although AD's got to stay healthy. Gobert, I say yes. Yes, more versatile defender. It's Correct. just we saw what Devin Booger did. Correct. Yeah, and then what he didn't do to Bam. Kyrie, when he plays, you have to put him up there. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Bradley Beal, you take Beal. Um, although what's interesting is Beal has not been. He's never won anything. He's never won anything. He, he also including has a single been, playoff game. <laughs> right. Well, here's the thing. He has not really been the energizer in Washington's run to the play in. It's been his backcourt mate. It really hasn't. Beal's kind of stayed at that level. What's what's propelled Washington has been Russ. Okay. So I'm not disparaging Beal. Obviously, Heat fans would take him in a heartbeat, but I'm just I'm just saying I don't I'll think the Heat Beal, would trade Bam for Beal. Probably, but it's a little bit more of a conversation than before. But probably because of Beal's because you're not talking about with Beal being an older player and guys who can score 30 consistently and have the capability to defend, which he does, even if he doesn't do it all the time, I still take Beal, but I, I see where you're going with that. Porzingis, I take Bam. Devin Booker? You take Bam. Because Devin Booker is not as good as Bradley Beal. Um, right. <laughs> so. see, see, that may be where it breaks for me. I, I think yeah. I take Beal, but I think Booker becomes closer to a push for me, but cat. No, I, I rather have Bam. I mean, Embiid's coming up here and that that's a guy that um, you could make that case. I mean, obviously he's right. Well, oh, I, I know who Jimmy would take between cat and Bam. There's no doubt. And also the organization like that. There's, there's also this thing that we just can't ignore that they are going to value Bam out of bio in a way that other orgs just won't. True. Um, Ben Simmons. I mean, come on. Jamal Murray. Healthy Jamal Murray. I still would take Bam. Joel. Joel. Embiid. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You can build your offense around Joel. Exactly. You can't with Bam at this stage. I think that's part of what is people's issue with Bam, that you can with Joel and you can with Jokic and you can't with Bam yet. That seems to be the separator. Andrew Wiggins, not a conversation. I'm sorry. He, he, Trilly, Trilly, I know Trilly's feelings about Wiggins, but I feel like even Trilly would go on the Bam side. Siakam, we've had this conversation already, have we not? Yeah. Okay. Kevin Love? Yeah, see, the, the rest of the grouping now gets weird. CJ McCollum? I Bam. go Bam. I mean, I go Bam, of course. Jokic, you Jokic go. is Jokic. He's the MVP. Drew Holiday? No, Bam, of course. D'Angelo Russell, as we said. Gordon Hayward, Blake Griffin. So what are we talking about here? We're talking about Bam being pretty much equivalent with the guys in his little quintet, right? Ingram, Tatum, Fox, and Mitchell. And you can make a case for Bam over any of them, and you probably can make a case for any of them to some degree over Bam, Okay. Mm -hmm. But you're talking about the 36 guys above him. We just basically said that there's like at least 15 that you can make the case for Bam. Yeah. And so, so if that's the case, what is really the conversation here? Like, does every max player have to get you 30? Is that is that where we're at? So you know what it is, is that I think that the definition of max player used to mean like there was a time where only like maybe four or five or six or seven or eight guys got 
got max deals. Like remember when Alonzo and Juwan Howard signed their deals yes. Like back in those days, like there was only a finite amount of max players. Now, like everybody gets maxed out and it's just a different conversation, but you're right. Like, what are we really talking about here? And to that point, like, so let's just quickly look at total guaranteed money given out throughout the entire league right now. Mm -hmm. This is where I think you're going to see the vision for Bam Adebayo and where fans expectations will start to align more with uh, their disgruntled demeanor at the moment if things don't pan out. But it also shows you what Miami thinks of Bam Adebayo right now. Bam Adebayo is seventh in total guaranteed money coming to him. Um, and so that list goes Dame, Giannis, Gobert, mm -hmm. De'Aaron Fox, Ben Simmons, Jamal Murray, and then Bam Adebayo. So obviously there's going to be other guys who sign extensions and stuff, mm -hmm. and eventually Zion will get up there. And so we, we recognize that this is going to change. But as of today, Bam is seventh in terms of, of a team committing to a player and investing in him. So like there's going to come a point where if Bam isn't a top 15, he was ranked 23rd in the ringers top 25 list that just mm -hmm. came out. If he's not a consistent top 15 guy at some point throughout the course of this contract, we'll have a conversation, but for now it's premature. All right, let's, we're going to wrap this up and try to put a bow on it. Also look ahead to what's going on later this week. Before we do, though, I'll tell you about another great sponsor, the Five Reasons Sports Network. Our friends over at Miami Grill actually stopped in the other day, decided to have a burger, but you could try the platter of wings, however you like them, crispy, grilled, naked, or boneless, with three new sauces to choose from. That's the best cheesesteaks, wings, gyros, burgers, and more at Miami Grill. If you're craving it, Miami Grill is making it, and they do it for drive-in, drive-through, excuse me, dine-in, drive through and delivery. You don't get the movie with it. Dine in, drive through and delivery. You can download the free app to order online. Go to mymiamigrill.com. That's mymiamigrill.com. You know, Miami Grill, always the winning choice. If you love Miami, you love Miami Grill. All right, let's, um, let's put a bow on this for the rest of the season, okay? Bam has, I don't know, three weeks or maybe two, three months left as a non-max player. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I think you just hit on it that next year, the expectations change. So give me the one thing he can go in the lab this off season. He's going to have more time. I mean, regardless of whether they make it to the finals, which we're not anticipating or they don't, there's going to be more time than there was last year. There's going to be more of a mental break uh, than there was last year and more of a physical break. He can do one thing one thing that's going to put him in that category of max player. What is it? Practice um, facing up and taking players to the basket in isolation. Mm -hmm. That's it. If, if he gets that down, it's, it's literally, I believe it will be more impactful for him as an individual and for the Miami heats offense uh, at, you know, as long as Duncan's around than him developing some sort of three point shot. I'm with you. I think we're at that stage with him. I think the three-point shot for him can come later in his career or if he's playing with a different exactly. type of big. Like CB. Like CB did, right. I, I think for right now, it is about him developing the mindset that nobody can stop him off the dribble. His isolation numbers are good, uh, but they could be more often and they could be more consistent. I think the single biggest thing is him proving to Eric Spolstra this offseason that he can be a go-to player. Because I, I still think some of what's holding his, him back is that stuff is just not called for him enough. And so what happens is he drifts or, or, his, 
or or it's or is the dribble handoff stuff where the entire objective is for him not to finish with the ball. I want to see more pick and dive stuff. I do think you can run more pick and pop stuff with him. I do think an occasional post up, even though sometimes he can lose the ball in there, uh, would make sense. But I think there has to be more of a concerted effort, not a white side like effort. What Hassan wanted, okay, and all that, and then you know that was painful to watch. Bam has to develop more of of those parts of his game on the interior before you can trust him a lot but i do think they can trust him more than they do right now and i think they should put it out there for him i i also think that some of this again is jimmy just being in his ear and forcing him to bring out a little bit more of an alpha personality than may be comfortable for bam and this point has been made many times truly made it i made it um he's never really been a go-to player on a team I, you know he was not at kentucky uh, he had fox he had monk he had others. Uh, he was not really in high school in, a- in AAU with some of the players he played with. There are some guys where they, they are used to that, and that's a mentality he has to develop, and he doesn't quite have it yet. All right, let's 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 look ahead briefly. We're going to do a different kind of podcast here on Thursday, probably bring uh, Alex into the mix uh, as well. But just looking ahead to Friday against Minnesota, we still don't really know what Hero's status is at this stage. We just saw Dragic play pretty well. Uh, on back-to-backs and then continue it. So that's so that's a positive. But assuming Jimmy's going to be back, and I would anticipate by Friday he would be back, uh, I, what are you looking for Friday? A blowout because they owe Minnesota one, and I think that they're going to come in with that mindset. Um, and I don't expect Tyler Hero to play, nor mm. Victor Oladipo. Um, you know, those whispers I heard about a week and a half ago, I was texting with Ethan that I heard that he may be close, uh, I guess, uh, that was not on track. Um, so who knows where that goes? And I don't expect to see Hero, but Jimmy, um, they owe them one. And coming off of this, you know, loss to Dallas, this is one that they have to get. You know, when we looked at the last six, seven games, the Dallas game stuck out. One of the two Boston games, you kind of expect to split that series. Otherwise, you know, depending on Philly and Milwaukee resting, like they, this is one of the games they got to get on the schedule. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And at this point, you know, we don't know what to expect from the heat from night to night. So I'm not going to predict it, but if they, they are the team, they think they are, that's what should happen here. You're uh, right on Friday. All right. Thanks to our sponsors, Miami grill F 45 and Cooper city manscape.com. Use the code five RSN and prizepicks.com. Didn't mention them on the show, but jump on there. They got a new NFL. Uh, they got a new NFL section. You should definitely check out. And for that one, use the code five F I V E. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network.